0: Hello, my Patreon people. We are here today with my
1: conspiracy theory story. Yay! I'm your host Archie. I'm your host Carrie, and I'm your host Laura. I thought she was just going to be like, and I'm Laura. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, um, I'm here.
0: I'm here. Okay, <laughs> hey, I'm Eeyore in this group. Okay,
2: <laughs> right? I know. I'm taking over.
1: <laughs> I could try to steal his title. without. <laughs> exactly. Okay, right. yay. Um, I'm excited. Arch, you pick really good ones. Well, you picked one really good one because you picked
2: really- one
0: really good one. I picked <laughs> another really good one. I'm really happy with this one.
1: Oh good. Okay.
0: I'm gonna start with my information. So If I- you say Wikipedia, I swear God. <laughs> I got my information from Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an article from Richard Stone from discovermagazine.com. an article from William Delong from all that's an article from Tom Hale from IFLScience.com, and Dr. Ayman Shabab Shahab from journal.memedimedizy me dizzy? I don't know.com.
1: Me dizzy. It sounds like you're dizzy.
0: Med. It's med dizzy, but it's fun to say me dizzy. <laughs> so did you also say it's funner to say it's funner? It's more it's fun. The
2: bestest.
0: It's the bestest. All right. All that aside, I am going to talk today about the death of Gloria Ramirez, or the Toxic Lady.
1: What? Mm. Yeah. I've never heard of this.
0: Oh, oh, it's 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 fucked up
1: (laughs) even better. I mean, not for her, not for her, but (laughs) But, let's let's get rolling. Oh, Archie, I'm going to have a bazillion fucking questions.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Gloria Ramirez was an ordinary woman living in Riverside, California, with two children and a husband. Reverend Brian Taylor called her a friend to everyone she met and a joker who brought joy to others. However, that all changed on February 19, 1994, when Gloria Ramirez was rushed to General Hospital in Riverside. She was undergoing a rapid heartbeat and a drop in blood pressure. The woman could hardly breathe and was answering questions in incoherent sentences. To make this case even more unusual, the woman was just 31 years old. Ramirez also had late-stage cervical cancer, which would explain her deteriorating medical condition. Doctors and nurses went to work on Ramirez right away to try and save her life. They followed procedures as much as possible by injecting her with drugs to
1: try to bring her vital signs to normal. Nothing worked. I have a question. Okay. Did she know she had late-stage cancer? Yes. Oh, she did know. Okay. It wasn't like, well, for one, you have cancer. And they were surprised. Okay, she knew. All right. Sorry, go on.
0: No, you're fine. The medical staff hovering over Ramirez injected her with a host of fast-acting drugs that were part of the standard protocol for her condition. Valium, Versed, and Adiban to sedate her, and agents such as lidocaine and Britrillium to quell her aberrant heartbeat. Welch, meanwhile forced air into Ramirez's lungs with an ambu bag, ambu? Yeah, it's ambu bag, a football-sized rubber bladder connected to a plastic mask that's placed over the patient's nose and mouth, serving as a sanitary alternative to -to mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. When it became clear that Ramirez was responding poorly to treatment, the staff tried to defibrillate her heart with electricity. They stripped off her shirt and pressed padded electrodes against her chest. At that point, several people saw an oily sheen covering her body, and some noticed a fruity, garlicky odor that they thought was coming from her mouth. Fruity, garlicky? Yeah. That can't be great. To obtain blood for analysis, a registered nurse named Susan Kane swabbed Ramirez's right arm with rubbing alcohol, inserted a catheter, and attached a syringe. And that's when the frenetic yet orderly routine of the emergency room began to break down. As the syringe filled, Kane noticed a chemical smell to the blood. Kane handed the syringe to Welch. And, learned, and leaned closer to the dying woman to try to trace the odor source. Welch sniffed the syringe and smelled something too. Quote, I thought it would smell like chemotherapy, the way blood smells putrid when people are taking some of those drugs. Instead, Welch said it smelled like ammonia. She passed the syringe to Julie Gorczynski, a medical resident who noticed unusual manila colored particles floating in the blood, an observation echoed by Humberto Ochoa, the doctor in charge of the emergency room who was helping to treat Ramirez. What the fuck? Kane turned towards the door of the trauma room and swayed. Catch her, someone shouted. Ochoa lunged for Kane, caught her and gently guided her limp body to the floor. Keynes said that her face was burning and she was put on a gurney and taken from trauma one. Gorchinsky ah, too, began feeling queasy, complaining that she was lightheaded. She left the trauma room and sat at a nurse's desk. A staff member asked Gorchinsky if she was okay, but before she could respond, she slumped to the floor. She was now the second member of the Riverside emergency room staff being wheeled away from the trauma room on a gurney. Gorczynski shook intermittently. Repeatedly, she would stop breathing for several seconds, take a few breaths, and stop breathing again, a condition known as apnea. Meanwhile, back in trauma one, Welch became the third to succumb. I remember hearing someone scream, Welch says. Then I woke up. I couldn't control the movements of my limbs. After Welch collapsed, several other staff members began to say they felt ill and hospital administrators declared an internal emergency. Ochoa ordered the staff to evacuate all emergency room patients to the parking lot outside the hospital. The skeleton crew stayed behind to help him in a desperate struggle to save Ramirez's life. Her blood pressure continued to drop and her pulse was growing fainter. Ochoa and three others repeatedly administered electric shocks and drugs, but their efforts to stabilize Ramirez failed. At 8 50, Ochoa pronounced her dead. Two staff members moved her body to an isolation anteroom adjacent to trauma one.
1: Outside, Is that like for like people that have airborne? Kind of, yeah. Kind of diseases. Okay.
0: Yeah. Outside in the parking lot, hospital staff were treating patients and ill colleagues under the dull orange glow of sulfur lamps. Because of concern that the stricken staff had been felled by a noxious chemical, they were stripped down to their underwear and their clothes were bundled into plastic bags. Gorczynski continued to experience tremors and apnea. Kane flailed her arms and kicked and her face still burned. Meanwhile, Sally Balderas, a vocational nurse who had gone back inside to help take Ramirez's body into the isolation room, began retching and felt a burning sensation on her skin. Soon, she was in such bad shape that she, too, was laid out on a gurney. In all, 23 of the 37 emergency room staff members experienced at least one symptom. Five were hospitalized for the rest of the night.
1: Oh, my God. Never Uh, mind. You'll tell me. Go on. Sorry.
0: Belderitz endured bouts (laughs) of apnea during a 10-day hospitalization. Gorchinski, the most severely ill, spent two weeks in intensive care, where in addition to apnea, she suffered from hepatitis, pancreatitis, and avascular necrosis, a condition which is bone tissue in which bone tissue is starved of blood and begins to
1: die. In all from case, sniffing this woman's blood or whatever. Mm-hmm. <gasps> in her case, the
0: avascular necrosis attacked her knees, restricting her to crutches for months. It oh. takes a damn potent toxic to do all that, says Sheldon Wagner, a clinical toxiologist at Oregon State University. To handle the body, a special team arrived in hazmat suits. The team searched the ER for any signs of poison gas, toxin, or other foreign substances. The hazmat team didn't find anything that could suggest how the medical staff fainted. The team then put the body in a sealed aluminum casket. An autopsy didn't happen until almost a week later and in a special room where the autopsy team conducted its work in hazmat suits as a precaution. Probably because I couldn't find anybody who was willing to do it. Willing to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? A a more thorough autopsy happened on March 25th, more than a month after Gloria Ramirez died. That team concluded that there were signs of Tylenol, lidocaine, codeine, and Tegan in her system. Tegan is an anti-nausea medication, and it breaks down into amines in the body. Amines are related to ammonia, which could explain the ammonia smell in Ramirez's blood sample at the hospital. More importantly, the toxicology report said that Ramirez had large amounts of dimethyl sulfone in her blood and tissues. Dimethyl sulfone does occur naturally in the human body as it breaks down certain substances. Once it, once it enters the body, it disappears quickly with a half-life of just three days. However, there was so much in Ramirez's system, it still registered at three times the normal amount six weeks after her death. Jesus. Three weeks later, on April 12th, 1994, county officials announced that Ramirez died of heart failure due to kidney failure brought on by late stage cervical cancer. And Ramirez was diagnosed with that cancer six weeks before her death. The unusual substances in her blood were too low to explain her death, even though there were elevated levels of ammonia and dimethylsulfone in her body.
1: Even though they saw, they could see with their own eyes that manila colored whatever in Mm -hmm. the sample?
2: And none of this stuff would explain why everybody else got sick. I mean, right? There's nothing that would make anybody else ill.
1: Right. If they didn't touch the blood, they just like breathed in whatever the hell. Mm Mm-hmm. Ew. Keep going.
0: (laughs) It took county officials two months to release the body for a proper funeral because of the toxicity levels and fears that people would faint or pass out. Ramirez's family was incensed. Her sister blamed deplorable conditions at the hospital for the death. Although the facility was cited for violations in the past, there was nothing in the county's investigation that pointed to conditions in the hospital being at fault. After an investigation lasting several months, officials concluded that the hospital staff suffered from too much stress and from mass sociogenic illness triggered by an odor. In other words, it was mass hysteria. Medical staff at the hospital urged the coroner's office to take a closer look at the file. The assistant deputy director, Pat Grant, made a startling conclusion. Ramirez covered her skin from head to toe in DMSO, or dimethyl sulfone as a possible way to cure her late-stage cervical cancer. Medical science labeled DMSO a toxic substance in 1965. The reasons for Ramirez's use of a toxic substance on her skin goes back to when DMSO was all the rage as a cure-all. Research. So you in- could buy
1: it like over the counter or get mm-hmm. it? Oh my
0: God. Okay. Research in the early 1960s led doctors to believe that DMSO could relieve pain and reduce anxiety. Athletes would even rub DMSO cream on their skin to try to relieve aches and muscles. Then a study in mice showed DMSO could ruin your eyesight. The fat of DMSO stopped, for the most part. A Dr. Grant looked up to see what happens to DMSO when it's exposed to oxygen and had a revelation. The substance converts to dimethyl sulfate, not sulfone,
1: because Ew. it adds oxygen
0: to its chemical structure. Right. Dimethyl sulfate acts much differently than dimethyl sulfone.
1: I actually remember this from my chemistry class.
0: As a gas, dimethyl sulfate vapors destroy cells in people's eyes, lungs, and mouth. When this vapor gets into the body, it can cause convulsions, delirium, and paralysis. Of the 20 symptoms described by medical staff that night, 19 of them match symptoms of people who have had exposure to dimethyl sulfate vapors. The medical staff didn't suffer from mass hysteria or stress. They suffered from dimethyl sulfate poisoning.
1: So wait a minute. Me, so she puts this on her body in such a quantity that when it was just exposed to the air, it became a gas? Like Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, got in her system and... And then poisoned everybody else. Holy
2: fucking shit.
1: Well, it gets better. Shut up. Are you mm-hmm. getting me?
0: this theory adds up to the facts of the case dmso cream would explain the cream that doctors noted on ramirez's skin it would also explain the fruity garlicky garlicky odor coming from her mouth the most likely
1: explanation
0: is that ramirez the toxic lady used dmso to try and relieve the pain caused by her cancer however the family of Gloria Ramirez denied that she used DMSO. There was also something that I left out that I should have kept in is that when they bought the paddles out to use the defibrillator, oh God, the electricity activated everything all over her body.
2: Oh <gasps> shit, like heated it all up.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really should have left that in. I do apologize.
1: I mean, you put it in now. I,
0: yeah. I can't.
1: Yeah. I, have, it's I have so, <clears throat> so crazy. Well, yeah, I have never heard this story. Have you heard this story? Yes. I've heard parts of it. Yeah. I haven't really? heard
2: all of it. Yeah. Really I really supr-
0: I can't believe you haven't heard this because I have I'm never
1: never ever heard this story. And I'm really surprised that like our true our favorite true crime podcasts haven't covered it unless they did it in live shows and we don't know it.
0: Oh. Well, many attempted to recreate the toxic environment to varying degrees of results. Some have perfectly recreated the hypothesis with DMSO creating the dimethyl sulfate crystals in the blood that would appear manila colored, etc., only for those experiments to be shot down by organic chemists and other scientists as impossible to have occurred. In the end, the Riverside case leaves us with a warning and a puzzle. The warning is that the human body can be a place where bizarre and potentially deadly chemistry can occur. The puzzle is that if the Livermore investigations, investigators are wrong, then what did happen in the Riverside emergency room on February 19th, 1994?
2: So I have one more question for you, because this is what I, I can't wrap my head around. So if she was putting that all over her body and eating it or whatever. Why wasn't her husband and kids sick? Oh,
0: yeah,
1: I have that question too.
0: So that's where the question comes in. Did the um, defibrillator
1: cause the it? addition
0: of electrician and the electricity actually caused this to occur because nobody else in the family was ill. Nobody mm-hmm. was suffering any consequences.
1: Did it
2: Because right, I'm sure long? she wasn't alone all the time. I mean, she was a right. mother and a wife and
1: mm-hmm. right. she
2: was surrounded by people Sick. and mm-hmm. you're going to be touching them and, you know,
1: Mm-hmm. Did it say how long she'd been using it? Or did you did you mention how well, long she'd been she using
2: it? he said that she got diagnosed like six weeks ago, so
0: Yeah, so six weeks tops. But again, you know, six weeks after she died, her toxicity levels were still too high to have an open casket.
1: So she must have been using it for a while because it was building up in her body. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So it sounds like that is insane. But again, it
2: doesn't make sense. Yeah, that like her family didn't get sick if she was that toxic, well,
0: and they swear up and down, left and right, that she wasn't using it.
1: Then, where, how well, did they explain where she got it or why it was on her? They, yeah. they can't. So, and
2: didn't the people get sick before they used the defibrillator? Like when they were just taking her blood, or was that all after? Um, like in the timeline, do you know?
0: Um, let me roll back. Uh, I. Okay.
2: Because it sounds like if they, well, because you took that part out, I just didn't know like if they they must have done that first and then everybody got sick when they started doing stuff. Because it sounds like they were smelling it and I then think... smelled it and then.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, no, I, they, they got sick. Well, they inhaled it first. They, they,
0: everybody was okay until they brought out the defibrillator. So yeah, it really must have so, been. So like okay. what they they stripped off her shirt and pressed padded electrodes against her chest. Mm-hmm. At that point is when several people saw an oily sheen covering Ramirez's body, and some noticed a fruity, garlicky odor that they thought was coming from her mouth.
2: You know, and she could have kept it a secret from her family too, because if she yeah, were doing that's some kind of nutty secret. shit, you know, thinking yeah. it might your cancer feeding, maybe they want to know your your family to know that you were doing something kind of nutty, yeah. you know and see at that, and that or they fruity. wouldn't agree with, you know. Yeah, or fruity or garlicky. I mean. Right, exactly.
0: So it, it's more entirely possible that after they I mean, after they brought out the electrodes is when shit went sideways. Is that's when they after that is when they did the blood pull. And that's when everything started to go to shit. Like as the syringe filled, Kane noticed the chemical smells of the blood
2: right
1: and that's when everything started going down oh my god
2: it's really weird huh it's like it's such a cool story like I've heard I haven't heard it as in depth as Archie told it but I did I have heard of this
1: god Archie this was fucking amazing great job <laughs> I'm sitting here just like that's a good one Go on. That's really good. What else? <laughs> <laughs> you oh, were yeah. totally like <laughs> hand on <laughs> hat, yeah, shit my chin in my head and I'm like, "Tell me everything." <laughs>
2: you look like a little kid at story time in the library. Like, what? Shut
1: oh yeah. up.
0: Oh god! <laughs> it's, it's such an interesting case to read because there's so much drama. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, I mean, there was a lot of fighting between, um, again, the organic chemists who said that's impossible, and people saying we don't know what's possible or impossible because we don't know hardly jack shit did about the organic our bodies.
1: did the organic chemists try to recreate it and they couldn't and that's why they said it was impossible or they just were like <laughs> they just read it and they were like Psh, garbage
0: <laughs> roll their eyes that's garbage that won't ever happen so yeah i mean there wasn't just one group trying to recreate this scenario there were dozens of companies around everywhere thinking what in the fuck is this crazy shit it's it's definitely look reading up on your own, and it's definitely yeah. a fucking rabbit hole. <laughs> really? <laughs> because, oh my god! All the different articles I read all came to different conclusions. All said it was definitely this, or definitely that, or definitely this other thing. And and you know, I really can't put it on any one because there's so many different things that people think this was.
1: Right. That so, is the most now, so had she been taking like doing chemotherapy and all of that as well? <clears throat> I think that, you, that part I I mean she was, but they kind
0: of just were starting to I mean she was very that yeah new because to the she
1: was diagnosis. she
0: was, it was a very late diagnosis, but she was she was doing that.
1: My God, Archie, this was fucking amazing. <laughs> I have am loved this. Oh my, I've never fucking heard of this.
0: I can't believe that you never heard of
1: it. How did you hear about it? To do it,
0: I've I've heard about it a while ago. Really? Um, but just
1: and you didn't tell me. Fuck you. Well, no, I mean I just
0: heard <laughs> about it. I didn't know any details, and then. Um, just one day on um, I was looking or nosing around on Facebook and one of my sources, IFL Science, mm. posted a link like the day after you reminded me that, hey, you need to do a Patreon thing. And I saw that and I read <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I
1: that's forgot a good, that's about a good one. That is such a good one! Oh my god, two for two, Arch. All right, yay! High five! High five! <laughs> oh my god, that so was so. I know, I know phenomenal. what the
0: rest of your night's going to be like, Carrie. <laughs> um, fuck yeah, a thousand percent,
1: a thousand percent. I swear to God, I have listened to every fucking my favorite murder episode, and they have never covered this. Granted, it's not really true crimey.
0: But it's it's no true crime, it is a medical oddity. Mm-hmm. And I was I was worried about using this in a conspiracy sense, but because nobody has figured out for sure what it is, yeah. and there's so many theories. Everybody's got their own theory. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring the facts here.
1: Just the facts, let, ma'am, just the facts. Just the facts, ma'am. <laughs> just look into it on your own. Absolutely. Archie, goddamn. Record. Good it job. Was,
0: I had a good time researching that.
1: Good. And you've had it. you had it for a couple of months, didn't you, like, write your... hmm Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Meanwhile, let's, I'm doing my see. shit, like, the night before. <laughs> let's see. When I, yeah. I've
0: sent,
2: I've I'm sent the this. same way, though, but I'm, like, a kid with, like, if I had something this good, like, I would... I burst at the seams. Like, I know what I'm doing for my conspiracy theories. <laughs> I know it's going to be good, but I can't, like, do all this stuff because I'm going to want to tell, like, Tell you guys, I can't keep a secret for shit. Like, <laughs> we celebrate could, Christmas I, like at Hanukkah time all the time. We end up celebrating Hanukkah because I can't. Like, I'm all I got to do something really good. I can't. Like, I can't do it. I can't.
0: Carrie's Carrie's the same way. I, yeah, i like when, when she when she got the Songify thing, she mm-hmm. she couldn't. She was like literally bouncing. I can't wait until you see it. I can't wait until you see it. And then she ended up showing it to me. What? Like two weeks early yeah
2: it's totally true yeah i'm the same way i've been
0: i've been sitting on this since april 8th
2: (laughs) oh you're good yeah i would have already been like let's do it now i got it (laughs) meanwhile i gotta tell you i gotta tell you
1: you. yeah meanwhile i get so excited about like i want to do this like i want to do the black dahlia and i want to do the mary celeste and i like jennifer is so fucking irritated with me because i fired off like four (laughs) <laughs> at her and then i'm like okay i'm gonna start with the mary celeste and she's like okay so she wrote it down and then i'm like actually you know what i think i'm gonna switch it to the black And she's like okay i'll change it and then i'm like no, no no i'm going back to the mary celeste and she's like god damn it woman <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna tell you what you're gonna fucking do <laughs> and i was like <laughs> okay fine yeah so well
2: as long as she has them and she knows that we're not gonna repeat
1: doesn't really matter yeah that's exactly why we chose her because she is so she is so organized and princess
0: consuela is a little type a organization (laughs) oh my god that's great though we need that
1: yeah Yeah, we definitely need that (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah she's probably already ruining the day that she was like sure not a problem Yeah, I I, I I can't remember which my next one, what my next one is, so I'm going to have to call her and be like, oh what, it, "What it? What what do you have me up for cuz I don't fucking remember." Ugh.
2: I know mine my I'm up next and I mine's going to be good. I'm excited to do that one. I think yeah. it's going to be good, too.
1: Yeah. But I think these are you know, fun cuz they're just a little bit different, something out there, you know. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit quirky, they're a little bit. And I think we can I mean, Laura and I were kind of talking about it the other day, like Conspiracy theories under the paranormal umbrella. Well, okay, that's that's great, but sometimes just a good old-fashioned conspiracy theory, like Archie, this one mm-hmm. is no, it's great. Fucking bananas. So anything just kind of weird and it like you said, like a medical oddity is great. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, thought, I thought so. Any story that's just really good and kind of gives you the skeeves, I think qualifies. So right. I think, yeah, the it, you know, the conspiracy theory has been really popular with the Patreons. Oh, so good. Yeah. So. um, All right. Well, Archie, great job. And um, yeah, I I'm wow. So fucking blown away. Um, At any rate, uh, that was it. That was May's conspiracy theory. And, uh, super, super appropriate because it's Archie's birthday month. Um, -hmm. so he did a really, really great job. (laughs) He did a really great job. So Laura is up next in June and I come circling back in July. Um, and I'll find out from Jennifer what I'm doing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's a surprise for everybody.
1: It is. (laughs) It really is. Um, so yeah, Arch, I'll let you go ahead and close it out. We don't have our usual closing, but whatever you want to say to the, the wonderful Patreons that we love oh God, so, so very much. People,
0: we love you. Thank you so much.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: We really appreciate you helping us to move this podcast forward with your support. And hopefully soon we'll be getting on YouTube.
1: Yes. We will. With, We've,
0: with, with better lighting, because Carrie, yours is atrocious. It is atrocious. <laughs> it really is atrocious. <laughs> and I've
1: got, like, I've got my makeup and shit done and everything today. I'm like, oh, my eyebrows are done. And I've got, like...
2: Mm, I oh, know.
0: got your hair done and your nails, did.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of... I just threaded... I got my eyebrows threaded. Ooh, how is that? No, I've been wanting to, though. One, they look better. But... I'm used to waxing this. You know, they rub it off. It hurts. Whatever. It's done. Right. Yeah. I just the have threading is like the slow, like kind of one, like row at a time. At like time. so, it's like it's like plucking quickly. Like ding, 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 ding. You know. Oh God! It looks it's not.
1: Terrifying. It's not. They look it great. It hurts.
2: Like my eye was like watering. <laughs> 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 like I had a little crybaby kind of situation. Go on, the one sad deer. And the lady was attacking. Was it worse but, than um, a COVID test here? It might have been.
1: Yeah. It might have been. But <laughs> <might have> <laughs> they look I great. Going. Yeah,
2: thanks. Yeah. Um, I'll totally do it again just because they it's they come out better. I yeah.
1: think it's they can be a little bit more precise. Cause like I had so when I got my nails yeah, done, I had my I eyebrows too. done and she got them a little too thin. So I'm like, mm, she like overwax this one and then like I'm like, they're not even so then she had to wa- I'm like stop or you're going to make it look like I'm gonna draw this is them not
2: on. the 90s <laughs> stop, I'm not gonna
1: like,
0: I'm not going there.
2: to draw them on yeah
1: <laughs> now I gotta go next door to the tattoo studio and have them fucking tattooed on god <laughs> right. damn it yeah I'm microbladed on there mm-hmm. a thousand percent yeah so oh, man
0: see I just used my bearded mustache trimmer on them <laughs> well yeah. mine my...
1: that's like I got idea.
0: real bushy ones though
1: Koi does too, and got Koi's that like Magnum shit going on. Koi's like they grow, his, they grow like normal, but then like these right here kind of grow this way. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? Like calyx on his eyebrows—is that a thing? I don't.
0: <laughs> I've got one or one or he two needs... on each side that just like spiral out.
2: <laughs> he needs like, like I have this stuff called boy brow, and it um, like it's just basically to keep your eyebrows like together. To it's it's the best thing ever i love it boy brow Mm -hmm. it's from Glossier. it's It's the best it's like the only makeup i use to keep my eyebrows on point
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean they they really look fabulous to be honest
2: (laughs) um but yeah zane has like caterpillars dude you've seen that kid like he's got eyebrows for days and like like, yeah, eventually we're going to do something with those. I know. I <laughs> like keep Bert and things. Ernie or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, he's got <laughs> blocks. And he's got these lovely eyelashes that are so long. You know, it's entirely
1: unfair. Koi has the yep. same damn ones. Exactly. Yes, he does. Yeah. yeah. Yep all right well that's not really how archie wanted to end his
0: <laughs> not not really <laughs>
2: a little eyebrow chat sorry we got
0: <laughs> but uh but that's what you get for being a patreon
1: <laughs> and you're welcome now you know
2: google coy brow
1: <laughs> we we, we recommend hoah podcast recommends threading and not waxing
2: right
1: your eyebrows a thing let's make that clear your yeah. eyebrows yes Only. We're, we're I, I wouldn't thread. do that don't Hashtag thread team threading. Don't <laughs> thread anything else. Right. Ay, ay, ay. All right. Well, Arch, if you would like to um, experience threading while you're here in two weeks, we can certainly do that, or we can go, you know, climb through trees and zip line like Yeah, let's Oh my
2: God, TikTok it. TikTok yep. I'm getting threaded. Oh yeah. please,
1: please. Oh, I thought you were gonna be like <laughs> oh TikTok the zip lining.
2: Oh that too, but yeah. <laughs>
0: tiktok finding out how old we really are
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah and this All might be right. the worst amount of money i've ever spent in my life because it's going to kill us both <laughs> laura we're leaving the podcast to you right thanks yeah <laughs> carry on our legacy or we'll fucking haunt you forever <laughs> right
2: i'm gonna be like on today's episode Carrie and Archie still won't leave me the fuck alone. (laughs)
1: Look at she's throwing shit across my. (laughs) Bitch, that almost hit me. Where are you?
2: (laughs) Why is all the box wine gone again, Carrie?
1: (laughs) Um. Okay. Well, now poor Archie. Classic, amazing, beautiful, clean episode, and we fucked it up at the end. Of course Um, we did. That's what we're here for. Anyway, all right, guys. Thank you so much. We hope thank you enjoyed you. it. Um, let us know. Have you heard of this episode, this story? I have never heard of it, um, which is very rare on this epi- on this show. Is that I haven't heard of something? Um, so kudos, Archie. Good job. Let's see if you can keep it Great up next job, time. Oh, and we are no now problem. off yeah we've got a double recording today guys um we are off to record the episode coming out on the 22nd which happens to be the day after Archie's birthday so this is going to be the Archie show uh so you guys will be able to hear this on Wednesday uh and we hope you enjoy it uh Archie get your tissues
0: uh fuck you both really
1: Uh, la Right, la la la. <laughs> <laughs> that was Christmas. Never mind. All right, I regret everything. All right, bye, guys. We love you. Bye. We will see bye, everybody. you. Thank you. In about ten minutes. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs>